0: The past, present, and the future are all connected and can be manipulated. I thought it couldn't be true, that it was all just made up. My actions on the dark web permanently changed my reality, and not for the better. It all started one rainy day in college. I had just finished my last class of the day and was excited to get back to my dorm room. Once I arrived back in my dorm, I quickly got on my computer. I was anxious to see what new websites awaited me. I sort of joined a dark web mailing list, People would send me interesting sites that they found, and it was all in good fun. One day, I received a message from an unknown user. It said, change the past, the present, and future. The choice is yours to make. Just click the link below. The link read, butterflyeffect.onion. Thinking I had nothing to lose, I clicked on the link. The webpage loaded, and there was nothing on the screen besides a butterfly icon in the top right-hand corner. I tried clicking around and nothing happened. Then all of a sudden, a few tabs appeared on the left side of the screen. Top down, in order they read the 1900s, 1910s, 1920s, all the way to the 2000s. I randomly chose a decade and decided on the 1940s. I clicked on the tab and another blank screen loaded. There was no text or anything. Then all of a sudden, I received a message. At first, it seemed like Morse code but my computer quickly switched the Morse code into actual text. It read, help, help, help. The Nazis have occupied Warsaw. They are rampaging through the streets and forcing residents out of their homes. If there is anyone out there, please respond. This had to be some kind of sick joke, I thought to myself. There was no way a guy in the 1940s was communicating with me. I decided to play along and thought it was all in good fun. Yeah, that happened in like the 1940s. The year is 2021 now, I typed back. What are you talking about? Please, for the love of God, send help. Is this the United Kingdom I am speaking to? He asked. No, I am a college kid in America. The year is 2021. Stop playing these games with me, I replied. Stop playing these games? Are you mad? The whole city is being overrun by Nazi soldiers. Please, put someone else on the telegraph that will actually help. Okay, I will help you out. But please, first tell me your full name, I said. He responded. My full name is Paul Friedman. I was shocked. Paul Friedman was my great-grandfather. He had survived Germany's occupation in Poland, and after the war, he gave birth to my grandfather, Isaac. This could not be real. Someone is probably just pranking me. He most likely pinged my IP address, found out my name, and did some basic background research on Ancestry.com. This was a clever ruse, but I wasn't buying it for one second. Okay, Paul, what is your wife's name? I asked. Wife? I don't have a wife. I have a girlfriend and her name is Cecilia. Why is that even important right now? He asked. I thought to myself this guy was quick. He must have looked up the year my great-grandparents got married and realized they weren't married just yet. This guy was quite the trickster. I thought about a question I could ask him, something only Paul could really answer. I found the perfect question. There was a nickname that Paul gave Cecilia that only close family members would know. Last question, Paul. What is the main nickname you have for your girlfriend, Cecilia? I asked. Are you insane? Give me some damn assistance. We need the Allies to fight back and push the Nazis out of Poland right now, he exclaimed. I responded. Answer the question, and I will help you immediately. The only nickname I have for her is West End Cecilia, because she always listens to the West End Blues by Louis Armstrong, he replied. The color drained away from my face. This had to be my great-grandfather. But how could this be? This couldn't be at all possible. He died in the 1970s. I had this gut feeling it was him. I needed to help him. Maybe I could use future knowledge from the result of the wars to help his current situation. My great-grandfather Paul used to live in Germany before Hitler rose to power. Paul's parents adopted a kid named Hans into the family. Hans and Paul were stepbrothers. Once Hitler gained power and started persecuting Jewish people, my family left Hans with another family in Germany. My family was Jewish, and Hans was not. Hans remained faithful to Germany and became one of Hitler's right-hand men. Okay, Paul, I am here to help you out. I can't send troops in, but I may be able to give you knowledge that could change the course of the war, I said. Okay, and what nonsense could this be, he asked. You have a stepbrother, Hans. Right now, he is very influential to Hitler's reign, correct? What? How do you know about Hans? Who are you? he replied. Don't worry about that now. Do you have any way of contacting Hans? Can you send him a telegram? I asked. I suppose I could try and send him a coded telegram to his office. You still didn't tell me how you even know of him. You are probably just another Nazi trying to triangulate on my position. I am not fooled by this for even a second, he said. Calm down, Paul. Just relay this message back to Hans. He might be able to change your fortune and the fate of millions of others in Europe right now, I said. This better be good, he said. Believe it or not, the Allies will win the war no matter what. You just have to convince Hans that the persecution of the Jews is wrong and that it is not a winning strategy. Then he has to convince Hitler of this, I said. Okay, well, what should I say, Paul asked. I thought about the family stories I've heard of Hans. Some of my family said that Hans had a soft spot and that he was actually planning to kill Hitler for years, but never had it in him. I thought of a good message for Paul to send. Send this message to Hans on your behalf. The rounding up and persecution of the Jewish people is detestful. You should be ashamed of yourself, Hans. I knew better of you when we were growing up. You will be tried for war crimes and put to death once the US wins. If you want any salvation, tell Hitler he must stop this madness. If he does not stop, you must kill him," I typed back. I knew this was a Hail Mary attempt to change the outcome of Paul's situation. I thought maybe Paul's message to Hans could send him over the edge and he might actually kill Hitler. This is crazy, but I will try it, Paul responded. Months went by and I tried logging onto the same website with no reply from Paul. Eventually, I concluded it was all a big hoax. Someone was playing around with me for their own amusement. This all changed one day. It was a cold and rainy May day. I turned off my dorm room lights and went to sleep. When I woke up, I saw Nazi symbols all over my room. I had a school uniform draped over my office chair, but it had swastikas embroidered on the shoulders. I was horrified. Did my roommate play a sick prank on me? Was I still dreaming? This couldn't be reality. I moved my mouse on my computer. There was a notification from Paul. It read, Hans did it. He killed Hitler. I thought it would end. I thought everything would be peaceful. A crazier man than Hitler has taken charge. They are killing everyone. Germany has occupied America. This will be my last message before my likely demise. Please stay safe wherever you are. From Paul. I felt horrified. I had created a new reality from playing around on the dark web. In this world, Germany won World War II and now occupies every country around the world. My roommate walked in. Hey, Jake. I'm on my way to racial purification studies. Are you coming with? Um, I think I'm going to take the day off, Trevor. I need to rest for a bit, I replied. Don't make me report you to the authorities, Jake. You know the rules. I am obligated to report you if you don't come. It is imperative we go to this class every day. We can't ever miss a class, Jake. This is not good, I thought to myself. I put on the dumb uniform and walked to class. Every student was dressed in a Nazi youth uniform, This was horrible. What had I gotten myself into? I wanted to make this bad dream go away. I sat down in the classroom and the teacher began talking. America is bad, America is bad, America is bad. As soon as he got done talking, all the students repeated it back exactly how he said it. I remained silent. Is there a problem over there, Jake? My teacher asked. Yeah, there is. America is the greatest country on earth It was founded on pre-existing rights and freedom, not this authoritarian s**t hole. The whole class turned around at me and gasped, horrified that I would ever speak such a thing. The teacher lifted his phone and said, Code black, code black, we need a student removed immediately. A group of soldiers took me out of the classroom and gave me some kind of medication that made me pass out. When I awoke, I was in a prison in the middle of nowhere. Here is my only advice. Never go on the dark web, and especially don't try and mess with history. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening on Spotify, don't forget to hit that follow button to get notified every time a new episode is released. Also, please take a second to leave a rating for the podcast. This is so important to help the podcast grow. Thank you.